Hey guys, Abel here, back with another video, and forgive me if I'm going to be a little bit sluggish in this one. I just got a little bit freaking sick last night, so I thought that if I'm going to be sitting on my ass all day, then I might as well do something useful with my time. And um, you know, I do expect pretty mixed responses on this video in particular. I expect that some of you will probably dislike what I have to say, and you will not like what you hear in this video and some people will completely disagree with me, but I hope that at least some percentage of you will actually find this video informative. Because essentially what I want to talk about in this video is the dangers of pursuing leanness too endlessly. And you know, the thing is, is that I've always been aware of the dangers of false advertising in fitness and just how common it is. Uh, you know, I talked earlier about how I dislike some of the false advertising with um, if it fits your macros type of diet templates when I see these ads popping out on, you know, eat cookies and ice cream and still get shredded and just how that sets people up for unrealistic expectations. And I've also been aware of some of the fitspiration types of false ad advertising when people stand in front of the camera with their amazing looks and 7% body fat and talk about how awesome life is when they are that lean. And then a lot of guys will try to replicate what they're doing. They are trying to get down to 7% body fat and then they wonder, for them, why life is not so awesome. And they think that it's something wrong with them, why they're not having the girls, the applause, and the amazing aesthetic lifestyle. But instead of that, they're just having food focus, disordered eating, sleeping problems, low sex drive. And they think that something is wrong with them, whereas it's nothing wrong with them. What's wrong is the false notion that life is going to be awesome at 7% body fat. And I think it's kind of a classic case example of the difference between failing a goal or actually failing before you've even set the goal because the goal that you're about to set is unrealistic in the first place. And, you know, it's really difficult to talk about some of these things in fitness type discussions because it's easy for your messages to get lumped together with things like body positivity and fat acceptance or just the notion of settling for shitty results. But the thing is, is that I have a very specific prototypical person in mind as for who I'm addressing this video to. And that is the young, ambitious kid who is just at the beginning of his training career and came across these aesthetic lifestyle, stay shredded all year long type of individuals too early. Also came across the science of, you know, get shredded and be 8% body fat before you start bulking to optimize insulin sensitivity type of types of notions too early. And now more than anything is just at a huge danger of spending potentially the next couple of years with endless wheel spinning, frustration, getting stuck in the weight room, not getting anywhere with training at best. And at worst, you know, things like disordered eating, low sex drive, shitty energy levels, and just potentially a ton of time wasted and being spent unhappy and depressed potentially. And you know, over the course of this past year or so, I just had a lot of guys contacting me who saw some of my recent content on, um, you know, getting, trying to get help with their recent issues with compulsive eating, being food focused all the time and just having shitty energy levels all the time. And honestly, seeing the stories of some of these guys just really made my heart sink in many cases. I almost had this like father-like frustration of just seeing wasted potential because I just saw these young guys at the beginning of their training career who, instead of focusing on getting strong, progressing in the weight room, maximize their, their well-being and using fitness as something that could elevate their lives in other realms as well, instead of that, they just turned fitness into this insidious black hole that just started sucking life out of them. And, um, 
now they were trying to reverse out of their completely self-created unnecessary problems with food-focused compulsive eating and just having shitty well-being on the whole. But oddly enough, what actually inspired me to record this video was not the story of these guys, but actually my own story, which uh, oddly enough, I actually almost forgot about because quite frankly, my focus just been at other places, mainly on my own progression in life and with body composition and almost kind of forgot about how and where I was with things not that long ago. And I just came across this photo of mine when I was scrolling through my Google Drive for some old files. And this was a photo that was taken of me when I was 23. And I posted this picture with my recent picture on Instagram to kind of show my transformation and where I've gotten with things. And, you know, it was kind of a humble, braggy, sort of playing it cool type of post on Instagram, mainly because you just don't have endless space to elaborate on things there. But my first reaction upon seeing that picture was not, oh my God, I'm so cool. Look how I transform myself. Look how amazing I am. It was more so... I almost got emotional or get moved by seeing that picture, uh, not in a good way, because I can remember very vividly how that guy that you see on the picture felt and what his mindset was at the time, because this was not a guy who was this skinny little kid and was just frustrated with being scrawny and was trying to get bigger. No, this was actually a guy who at the time just considered himself finally lean enough so that he can start bulking because now he has this amazing insulin sensitivity or whatever. And... I just remember putting so much pressure on myself and just trying to do everything perfectly and really keep my body fat low as I was bulking. And whenever I got a little bit ahead of myself with fat gain, I immediately undercut. And that was essentially the beginning of a good two-year journey of just self-torture, you know? And, you know, like I said, I was really trying to do everything perfectly. I was really trying to keep my body fat under control. And whenever I got a little bit carried away with fat gain, I immediately punished myself with mini cuts. And after every single mini cutting cycle, my subsequent overeating periods were even worse. And, you know, fast forward two years or so, I just found myself in the worst shape I've ever been to ever since I was in this entire lifting game. And the picture that you're seeing here was, I would say this was a really important moment in my overall development because this was actually taken around the New Year's Eve, which is obviously a time when we like to reflect on things and kind of evaluate where we are headed with things in life. So it was kind of handy from that standpoint that it really forced me to look back on what I've been doing for the past year or two. And I had to realize that as messed up as it is to say, being lean and being muscular and just looking a certain way was perhaps the most important thing in my life at the time. And I let everything suffer to achieve these things. You know, friendships, social life, romantic relationships, intellectual development, career advancement, everything suffered so that I can better help myself to be adherent towards my goals. And I had to realize that all I had to show for after doing this for two years is actually looking like someone who doesn't even give a crap about fitness. And you know, I wouldn't say that after that, everything started moving in the right direction because I would say I still needed a good six months or so to really let that realization sink in or to actually know how to translate that realization into everyday actions. But eventually, I did manage to turn things around and start moving towards something better. And I would say that if I had to put, put it down to one single factor, which actually allowed me to go from there to where I am now, not that it's so amazing where I am now, but... I'm reasonably happy with my physique now and definitely much more happy with where, where my head is and where my outlook is with, with regards to life and fitness. I would say the number one biggest factor, you know, sure, the, 
mechanical things matter. You know, knowing what to do nutrition and training wise and what not to do, those things matter. And that's what some of my more technical stuff is on, on, on my channel. For example, my ad libitum dieting series or my recent video on training volume. That's the, that's the mechanical side of things. And that definitely matters. But I would say that more than anything, what helped me to actually turn things around was a single decision that I will just no longer willing to live my life the way I did before. And that I will just flip this equation, which really got twisted upside down in my head with regards to what the role of fitness is within my life back to where it's supposed to be. And that I will only allow fitness to become a part of my life in so far as it actually supports me in my well-being, happiness, and simply to grow and evolve in life as a person. And as soon as I made that decision, things did start to move in a much better direction. And honestly, when I see this old picture of mine and I see this skinny little kid, I just want to go back in time and just give a hug to that skinny little bastard and just tell him how unbelievably naive he is if he thinks that things are going to be awesome, if he just only manages to micromanage things even more and to stay even leaner and to manage to keep his body fat caliper readings down by a few other millimeters. Just how naive he is if he thinks that if he only manages to do all of those things, then life is going to be awesome and it will all be worth it. Because I can look back and tell you that it was absolutely not worth it. And so I think that a lot of you guys who are at the beginning of your training career and just obsess over staying shredded and lean all the time, not only are you hampering your own progress towards actually looking the way you want to look eventually, because I can tell you that Few things stole progress more than trying to keep yourself artificially super shredded when you don't even have a moderate amount of muscle mass to show for, but you're also just missing out on life, you know? Uh, I always had this fear or this kind of like nightmare-like picture in my head that I'm 45 years old, I'm sitting at this bar with my jug of beer and I'm ranting to this 20-something-year-old about how much potential I had as a young guy, but... I failed to fulfill that potential because the world is so unfair and life was just cruel and unfair to me. And you know, the guy is just looking over to his friends saying like, hey guys, like, can you help me out? Because this weirdo is not shutting up. And I sort of had a whiff of this when I was 25 and I just started hanging out with some people around me who I could just see how much they progressed in life over their recent one or two years and how much they evolved as people how many challenges they overcame, how many cool adventures they had, and just how much useful life experiences they gathered over time. And once again, the reality kind of just punched me in the face that I, on the other hand, just wasted my prior one or two years on trying to hack the system of low-calorie eating and putting together these zero-calorie fluffs with guar gum or something. And so guys, especially guys, you know, 17 to early 20-something in the beginning of your training career who just obsess over being shredded. At the end of the day, you will all decide what you want to do and what you don't want to do. But I can only just encourage you with my sincere best intentions to stop with this nonsense. You know, eat, train, put nutrition and training on autopilot and get better in the gym, get better in life and focus on maximizing your well-being. Stop sending your flexing selfies to your friends, asking them to estimate your body fat percentage or asking them whether you should cut or bulk. You know, if you are having that dilemma, I can tell you right now what you should do. If you look like a lean, healthy, young guy, I, as a Bayesian bodybuilding certified trainer or whatever, am giving you the fitness stamped permission to start bulking. 
And it doesn't mean that you need to put, pile on a whole bunch of fat. It doesn't even mean that you need to be in a caloric surplus every single day. It simply means that you should eat enough to feel good, enhance your well-being, have good energy levels, and have productive workouts. And you know what? If after doing this for one or two years, you decide to, well, this getting better in the gym, getting stronger, and just feeling pretty good all the time, I'm just not cut out for this shit, you can always change your mind and go back to try, trying to get shredded. And you know, to finish on sort of an overly philosophical note, I now firmly believe that life is best lived when it's lived with intensity and it's filled with challenges and struggles, but that struggle should come from actually doing things in life, you know, trying things, failing at them, and then eventually succeeding or being surrounded by people who make you feel dumb and force you to expand and evolve as a person or, you know, falling in love, getting heartbroken and then standing up and moving on. That's what the struggle should come from. You know, it shouldn't come from what happens in your fucking kitchen. So, <laughs> you know, that's my little plea for all of you young guys at the beginning of your training journey. I hope you found this informative and I hope that whatever you decide to do, you will find at the end that it was all worth it. So at any rate, those were my brief thoughts upon seeing my picture when I was 73 kilos at six foot and was super glad that I was finally 10% body fat. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave a comment and subscribe if you watch this on YouTube. If you listen to this on iTunes, please leave a rating to help this stuff grow. SoundCloud and Podbeam, you can just follow me to be notified on future episodes. And to be a contributing member of this podcast, join the Sustainable Self-Development Facebook group where you can drop ideas about future podcasts. I very often ask my listeners for tips and advice on who to get on next. So if you're interested in getting into discussions like that, be sure to join the Facebook group. And if you don't want to go through the searching process, just click one of those links in the show notes slash video description. It is all there. All right. Thanks for hanging around up until now and see you next time.